Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. I am so glad that you've joined me. And let me dive into a topic that's actually just going to be a little separate from the one I really want to hit in this podcast. My friend Alex out in Utah, who sends me amazing stuff, uh, wrote me this past week and confirmed something I've often said on this podcast. If you've been listening for very long, you know that I believe that if we are preoccupied with politics and we're preoccupied particularly with the Trump-Biden dynamics, uh, then we might be missing some of the other important things that are happening in our world. Alex sent me a very important quote Uh, from some writing by C.S. Lewis. I'm sure all of you know the Screwtape Letters, in which C.S. Lewis uses some fictional characters to describe how the devil, how demons, uh, might keep Christians from being effective. Now, this applies more broadly than just Christians, and I know many of you aren't Christians who are tuning into this podcast. Welcome to you. But in one of these fictionalized letters that C.S. Lewis posits, a young, a young demon, so to speak, a young evil spirit called Wormwood is being uh, addressed. And of course, he's being coached, so to speak, by an older person, an older spirit who is uh, teaching him how to distract and destroy a Christian. Now, that's the context, but here's really the application. It's about being preoccupied with politics. Listen to what is said. Be sure the patient, that's the Christian in this case, remains completely fixated on politics, arguments, political gossip, and obsessing on the faults of people they have never met serves as an excellent distraction from advancing in personal virtue, character, and the things the patient can control. Make sure to keep the patient in a constant state of angst, which means worry, frustration, and general disdain towards the rest of the human race in order to avoid any kind of charity or inner peace from further developing. Ensure the patient continues to believe that the problem is out there in the broken system rather than recognizing there is a problem within himself. Now, I really want to talk to you about the application of this. You know that I believe that we're missing so much important uh, information, so many important things that are going on in the world because we are just preoccupied with the headlines. So the particular context of this writing in the screw tape letters is about a demon frustrating a Christian. But I think it's true of all people who become preoccupied to the point of distraction and loss of peace and loss of focus and loss of personal growth by politics, by the headlines, by the latest claims of the of the most recent you know cable talk show that you've listened to, uh, I believe that it can have a destructive effect on us. And I want to focus now on for what is me to me the more important issue that there are things happening in the world that we are missing. Let me give you an example of one and talk about it for just a little bit. At the end of August, you may have read in the press, you may have heard it briefly mentioned in the broadcast media, that U.S. Marshals in Georgia rescued 39 children who were being held by about seven to nine captors 
And they said without question, these children were being held, being used for sexual trafficking. They were definitely being trafficked. They were definitely being uh, forced to do the bidding of those who quote unquote owned them. But most likely it was sexual. Now, one of the things that's great in our country is that companies and the press are beginning to pay attention to the whole issue of sexual trafficking. So it's getting a bit more attention than it has in the past. I noticed, for example, a tweet this past week that praised In-N-Out Burger. Some of you out in California are absolutely addicted to In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> Been out there many times and they go, oh man, let's go to In-N-Out Burger. But the trucks for In-N-Out Burger actually have a, a trafficking response phone number painted on the trucks. And the truck drivers are trained to know what to look for and to know what to do should they take possession of, uh, that might have many meanings, but take possession of uh, a trafficked child. Uh, my airline is Delta. This is not a promotion or an advertisement, but I fly Delta just because they're the best for where I need to go out of DC and Nashville. And they are constantly now talking about trafficking, make announcements about it all the time, what to watch for. Please let the flight attendants know. Don't let anything suspicious go by. It's also said in the airports with all the airlines participating. Really, really proud of that. Really proud that we're paying attention. But because right now we're preoccupied with Biden and Trump, we perhaps didn't catch the fact that U.S. Marshals uh, rescued 39 children. Now, the broader picture is that there are almost 500 children uh, were last year in 2019, almost 500 children rescued. And in Florida, nearby state, of course, um, almost 900 were rescued. That's just the ones who are rescued. I mean, the stats are really heartbreaking. Our conservative number is that worldwide 48 million people, most of them, probably 80% of them children, are trafficked in the world. Uh, the U.S. State Department says that 600 to 800,000 people are trafficked across international borders every year, 80% of which are female and half are children. And according to some estimates, approximately 80% of trafficking involves sexual exploitation and another 19% involves labor exploitation. Now, I want to be a little graphic about what's going on here because I, I know we have other things on our minds and we're just starting to emerge out of COVID and all kinds of things. But this trafficking issue is huge. 48 million people trafficked worldwide. So much so that just a raid with a, with a few U.S. Marshals in Georgia rescues 39 children at one time. They were going to be used for sex they were going to be used as slaves. They had those children, according to the articles, had physical problems. Some of them had mental problems. They had been moved. They had been hidden away in apartments. I want you to think about what was going on with them. These children were American children for the most part. Uh, in, in the U.S., they were, they were obviously going to be American children. Uh, I don't know their ethnicity, and it doesn't matter. They were Americans. They were kidnapped in this country. Even if they weren't yet citizens, they were kidnapped in this country. And they were going to be forced into sex or slavery for the rest of their lives. Some disgusting human beings had kidnapped them, had taken them from their parents, 
and had acquired them in some way and they were going to groom them for sex. And I don't mean they were going to wait until they were 18. No, no, no. Sex at three, four, five, six years old. No question. This goes on all the time. You know that I'm part of, I'm actually chairman of the board of an organization called Uncaged. I want you to look it up online, Uncaged. Kim Westfall is the, is the CEO, the founder, amazing woman. And uh, we, have, we are in the business of developing facilities around the world where women, uh, people who have been rescued from trafficking, uh, can heal, can be restored, can be retooled, so to speak, taught trades, taught skills, uh, get whole, get therapies, uh, and get back out in the world and, and live a whole life. Uh, Lots of folks are focused on the prosecution these days. Lots of folks are focused on the rescue. But what do you do with these lives? Many women right now go right back into into the prostitution, into the trafficking because they have nowhere else to go and they have no network to keep them uh, from the traffickers. So that's what's going on. And I want to get even a little bit more graphic about it. I will tell you that, of course, right now with so many businesses and malls and what have you shut down, there's not a lot happening. But the fact is that we know for sure that traffickers go into the malls. They find some 14-year-old girl who's cute and seems to be a little bit preoccupied with her looks. And they, they compliment her and tell her she's got potential. She could be a star, but don't tell your parents. And eventually they shove her into a van and she ends up. We've, these are, there are stories exactly like this. Uh, she ends up somewhere, you know, internationally, somewhere overseas, uh, being somebody's sex slave. It absolutely has happened. This is not fiction. This is not some novel that Stephen Mansfield's writing. This is what takes place. So in Georgia, a, we think of it as a Southern, you know, largely Christian, Bible-going kind of state, 39 kids were rescued 500, just under 500, were rescued last year. 900, just in neighboring Florida last year. And of course, that doesn't, that, that's not the total number of kids being trafficked in that's those states. And that's just two of them. What's going on in Texas? What's going on in California? What's going on in New York? Now, my point is that while the presidential election is important, please don't think I'm stupid enough to think that what's going to happen on November 3rd in 2020 in the United States is, is not important. Of course it is. But our near total preoccupation with politics is causing us to miss the broader good that we could do in the world. I want to ask you as a favor, I want to, I want to beg you to pay attention to trafficking. Do some reading. Just do some Google searching. Georgia, Florida, trafficking children. Uh, just do some, thing, some, some scanning like that. Go on to the Uncaged website. Very easy to find. Uh, ask, ask, ask some things. Um, just ask, make up some questions in your mind and do some Google searches so you get some of the facts directly and not just through me. And then be sure and compliment those businesses that are paying attention to this. McDonald's is getting into it. Like I say, Delta, In-N-Out Burger, other organizations are trying to be part of this. 48 million worldwide. Now, you know that I speak often in behalf of the African-American community in, in, the, in the United States. They don't need me to, to speak for them, but I just do because I, I care about the cause. I care about justice. I care about some of the injustices that are happening. And you know that the issue of slavery has been very much front and center um, here in the United States because of statues and because of the, the shooting by police of, of, of people who were unarmed and all of that we're dealing with in the bloodletting and the violence and the protests of our current generation. 
But the fact of the matter is, I, I mean, and the reason I'm risking saying this is you know that I'm not taking anything away from uh, the, the contending for social justice and uh, for the addressing of these issues in the African-American community that, that I've highlighted and others have highlighted and that we're all ripping ourselves up about in this country now, and legitimately so, by the way, in many cases. At the same time, the whole issue of American slavery did numerically did not come close to the 48 million who are being trafficked right now. In other words, let me put it another way. There are 48 million people being who are slaves in this world, crossing international borders, run by traffickers, beaten, oppressed, made to give up their bodies sexually, worked to death, many times killed if they don't perform, and often with no place to go. And by the way, the corruption, and I'm not pointing any fingers at any individuals or any certain cities, but the corruption often is into the political realms, it's often into law enforcement, it's often into the military. This has been proven. It's been proven. 48 million today being trafficked and American slavery at its, I'm I'm sorry, I I misspoke. Slavery, African slavery at its highest, the highest estimate I've ever seen was 10 million. Now, am I putting that down? Of course not. I'm just saying we've got a slavery situation going today that's almost five times worse than what happened with African slavery of the kind that became American slavery and of course, slavery in other countries of the world. So just keep those numbers in mind. 48 million. Most historians would say African slavery in its heyday was was approximately 10 million total. We've got a situation today that's five times worse, and we can hardly get airtime for it in the United States. Finally, some, some news has broken. Finally, some people paid attention. Finally, companies are signing on, and I celebrate all of it. And I want you to be part of that solution. I don't do commercials very often on this podcast. This podcast is largely about painful and hopefully a little bit of fun education. But that story breaking through in late August and that story reaching the headlines and that story reaching the, the top of some of the broadcast news programs and that story getting some attention, small though it was, relatively speaking, 39 children as opposed to the 48 million worldwide who are being trafficked today. Nevertheless, it broke through the national attention. It landed on the national stage. It got some attention because people are beginning to be aware. That's why I can't fly a Delta jet without the captain or somebody or recorded voice saying, pay attention. I can't walk through an airport without somebody saying, usually some star, thank God, who says, hey, this is, you know, whoever, Bono or whoever, I want you to pay attention to what's going on around you. And if you see anything that looks like trafficking, report it right away. You see something, say something. I love that. I love that that's beginning to happen because we can stop this in our time. And by the way, you also know that I don't raise money uh, very much or try to even solicit money very much on this podcast. But I will say that giving money to Uncaged will mean that people who have been trafficked around the world will have facilities where they can go and be protected and be restored and be healed and be taught skills and be returned to the world in a way that it makes them effective and allows them to take care of themselves and allows them to escape the traffickers. They'll have a family. They'll have a network. They'll have the help they need. And word, word, word will get out and we can do even greater good to reduce that 48 million in our lifetime. Okay. I'm passionate about this. I care about this. I care about this because the distraction factor in American politics is keeping us from some unbelievably important things. But I also care about this because this is one of the great scourges of our age. 
hold up 48 million to the numbers in any other crisis of our time. Very few of them, very few of them equal that scourge, that unbelievably sinful, vile, disgusting practice. And we can make a difference in our generation and turn it around. So jump in with Uncaged, get educated, thank those who are taking the lead, Delta, in and out Burger. I'm sure there are dozens of others I just don't know. And thank you for hearing this because this was an important moment that finally these 39 children rescued in Georgia finally landed before the national attention. Let's, let's not squander this moment. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.